Hi, I'm Melissa Meter, and this is the Synchrosoma Podcast. Remember to subscribe. Find me at Instagram at Synchrosoma. My email is synchrosoma at gmail.com and on the web, synchrosoma.com. I'm recording today from the porch, so you might hear some ambient sounds of the wind or various flying creatures. We get hummingbirds around here all the time going for these beautiful blossoms of the hen and chicks succulents that are uh, kind of spread around and some bees and butterflies are always coming by. And um, very rarely a car down the road because we're at the end of a long dirt road, the very end. And it's generally pretty quiet and isolated and there's a lot of solitude here. And this porch spot is a sweet view. I can see out to the long view, uh, 15 or 20 miles across the valley. It's a little smoky today. It's Northern California, so sometimes we have some hazy smoke in the air from uh, this time of year. We've got some wildfires here and there. And uh, the bamboo is blowing in the breeze as well, which maybe you'll hear now and again as I'm recording here today. And sort of setting the stage here of this beautiful place, I wanted to talk about ugliness and feeling ugly and um, particularly this archetype of the ugly stepsister which crops up here and there. Either um, we might feel like that or we might feel like we are hated sort of the way Cinderella was by the ugly stepsister and we might have parts of our personal myth that point to that and we might have experienced jealousy, envy, uh, even rage, betrayal, um, revenge. We might have had different things going on in our personal personal myth around these parts. Oh, a dragonfly just went by. Actually, I think that was a damselfly. It's very Disney sometimes around here with the uh, with the birds and the butterflies and the damselflies, which is like a, a dragonfly. That's a version of a dragonfly. So this is a powerful archetype, this one that feels like she's second best. Whether whether archetypes are pos- whether we're possessed by an archetype or somebody in our life is possessed by an archetype, we get to own it as an archetype for us to ally with. Um, whether that's just finding the gold inside of their quest or their their deeper um, issues, or it's finding a part of ourself to reclaim that maybe has been maligned by these dynamics with these different people. And and maybe for women in general, but for men too, there can be um, this sense of competition or being cast aside or being hated for being great. You know, recently I did a podcast called The Giantess about sort of about greatness and smallness and spiritual humility. This is sort of the twisted version of competition 
um, the ugly stepsister myth highlights. And I talk about it different times when I'm talking about the star and our greatness and our genius and talents that this is part of the 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 pitfalls of moving forward in our life and outshining each other and and being shiny um, rather than diminishing ourselves is we might attract some unwanted jealousy or envy or we might be one of the people that feels like I want to be better than everybody else I'm competitive I want to I want to outshine other people and it's a, a confusion about how stardom, true stardom, I'm not talking about Hollywood celebrities, I'm talking about our true star burning inside of us, how it really works. And how it works is not in uh, competition with any other star. We are, we are our own bright star that glows when it's being attended to, when we are attending to our genius and our talents. We... Uh, it, it is not subject to another. Now, we might be relating to other people and we might be inspired by other people's stuff. But our own star comes from within. It is it is our own. Now, if I'm in, in copying somebody else's journey, I'm really not attending to my own star. And, and for little people, it's really important to mimic or copy what somebody else is doing in order to learn how to do it. In fact, that's basically when you're learning choreography, when you're learning how to paint, you're you're copying somebody else's style and work in order to feel what it was like to be them doing that thing. And so that you can um, gain the, the, the bravery to try it on your own or try it your way. Um, not all paths are the same way, but, you know... You might have never tried it somebody else's way and have like a, a a deeply burning star that's super unique and you do it all your own way. And, and that's an, a, a fine path as well. The, the point I'm trying to make is in this dense uh, conflict between the sort of Cinderella and the ugly stepsister and perceived self-ugliness or maligning and hating ugliness or thinking something's ugly when it's not, um, which is really what is going on. The ugliness and the, you know, this is the moral of that, at least the Disney version of that story, is that these are people who are ugly on the inside and and then are perceived as ugly on the outside. But ugliness, and, and there's a plenty of pretty people who are very ugly on the inside and it makes them, uh, their energy ugly. So it really hasn't, this isn't about image and how you actually look, although people might twist it and make it about that. This is about um, uh, how we are showing up towards ourself ultimately. And am I judging myself as, as ugly? Am I keeping myself small? Am I just kind of going with jealousy and envy without any further exploration or decoding? Am I avoiding the painful feelings of feeling second best rather than decoding how that where that comes from in my life, whether it's my family of origin or lineage shadow? 
what am I doing with this content? Am I avoiding it by just, you know, going and getting work done to my face and thinking this is all about some external version of beauty or acceptance, the, the, the sort of plastic Hollywood path? Am I doing that? Am I avoiding, am I avoiding the issue by fixing the outside? So, so this ugly stepsister comes through in that kind of trying to fix the outer world, trying to fix it up, make myself seem different, look different, whether it's visual or it's just I seem like a better person than I am or trying to seem like I'm smarter, more capable when I'm really not feeling that way on the inside. You know, all of these things are pointing to the same thing. It's it's me hating or maligning what I feel has been ugly, which is a lot like troll you know, which is a lot like any of the monsters inside of us. We show up and we attend to them and and be with that that shame or vulnerability so that the the energy gets to evolve. And when the when any archetype evolves, it is it is it is goldening. It is becoming a gem it is it is crystallizing into something beautiful no matter how ugly it had been no matter how much we had hated it uh, whether it's showing up in somebody else who's competing with us or envious of us or or we're doing the um dark projection onto somebody else and 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 coveting their life or their body or their their stuff or their um their job or or if we're doing something even more criminal like undermining people like um setting other people up or or um backstabbing you know which is a big part of the the social climbing um thing of like in order to climb to the top you've got to step on a lot of feet there's a lot of sayings about that I don't remember what they all are but but so, you know, whatever it is, whatever your behavior is, if you feel like the Cinderella that's been t- constantly stepped on by the the uglies who have climbed over you and harmed you, or if you feel like you're working in shadow to harm other people to try to get ahead or be liked more, whatever it is, the 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 antidote is the same. And it's the same with every archetype and all the issues is we want to include it in our energy field. That doesn't mean we have to go hang out with with uglies who are actively toxic and trying to harm us and casting blame all over us or undermining us or backstabbing us or anything like that. It doesn't mean that. Um, speaking of backstabbing, that just reminded me of Iago, that character from Othello um, who pretended to be the friend of Othello but um, poisoned his heart to Desdemona um and Iago's just a great like character uh, around this kind of stuff false friends um so we want to own those characters and include them rather than thinking okay here's the person we need to punish and put in jail we want to own it symbolically and archetypally as a collective issue and if we can do that if we can make space and Um, feel that this hated and ugly part is part of self um, rather than trying to avoid or hide it or or just go along with the the outdated 
social climbing strategy or just trying to like enmass some sort of like likes and follows on social media or or just doing all of the plastic stuff um, to seem better than we are or, uh, you know, be constantly like trying to compete with somebody else or see what else somebody else is doing and make that our our path. Um, we're going to really miss out on our own inner genius and star and talent. So, so of course, we, we turn towards the, the maligned feeling and we bring love there. But, but we also want to make space for the things that we thought weren't good enough. Have we thought, are we the one that's maligning our, only, our own ugliness? We want to make space for that. We want to be sitting in our real reality our real self our real body as it is and take off the the warped view that we have of ourselves or other people and and be with what's really here coming from heart being being well grounded in our true center our heart center our true self being informed by this deeper version of self than than whatever superficial and whatever is not going to last ultimately it's eventually going to be cast off or or sloughed off for you know the next thing so so by way of kind of wrapping this up an archetype whether it's an ugly stepsister or um troll or meanie mean girl, hated part of self, Iago, whether it's in someone else or self, without being physically in the presence of that thing or that toxicity, we, and and if it's in us, we're going to be in the physical presence of it. But what we want to do is we want to include it and say, okay, that that's, that's part of my shadow. That's part of my shadow. And I'm going to attend to it by turning towards it and instead of being just in a judgmental place um, and pretending I couldn't be that bad or this other person is the only one that's bad, I'm going to encounter it in a, in a more real way by um, being bigger than this archetype, possessing it, being the, the true greatness that we are, the, the container, the holder, the, the bright place where all things can be home. If you enjoy the content here or you read my Instagram posts and you enjoy that content, one way you can really help me is to share it with your friends and people you really care about. I'm dedicated to bringing somatic shadow integration practices to anybody who wants tools they can use on their own for their inner work and feel themselves growing and evolving. I have a lot of courses. There's more stuff coming out this year. The big thing is the heart path. I hope you can join me for that. Of course, you can find Shadow Stalking 101 in the show notes. And I do coaching one-on-one. I also have a series of courses, Slay Your Dragons, which helps us get into our personal archetypes and, and make things that had been enemy or disconnected from us allies in our soul growth. 
And then we work with the guardians of manifestation and truth. That's sort of like the next layer after Slayer Dragons. And I've started a coach training for people who want to get into this work and make it their vocation. I'm really glad you joined me for this podcast and find me here again next Tuesday for more shadow stalking, shadow integration, and somatic shadow integration practices. Thank you for listening to the Synchrosoma podcast. I'm Melissa Meter, and you can find me here each week with another journey into the known, the unknown, and the worlds in between. If you'd like to get in touch and find out more about what I do, coaching and courses, contact me at synchrosoma at gmail.com, and you can find me on Instagram at synchrosoma. See you next time. Organically Grown on Podcast Farm.